Yo, yo, yo. We are yo, back. Yo, yo, <laughs> It is, uh, it is January. Uh, I'm good, mate. It's uh, it's January. It's the uh, the first new live show of this year, and I'm super pumped. We've got the ginger ninja recruiter himself, Mr. Thomas Woodhams, in the house with us today. <laughs> you should have said the boiled egg recruiter, because I look like uh, one the at the moment. The boiled egg. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and mate, you and me both under this hat. People probably exactly. don't realise, but um, I've I said to a to Tom before we started the uh, the live today. The reason I've got I've got like three layers on here: a woolly hat. It is chuffing freezing in this studio at the moment, so I've I've had to put like I've dragged the heater out as, as close as I can to the room to try and get some heat into the room. But I am freezing my tits off. It's it's. The, radi- the, ra- the radiator is your new best friend, a bit like uh, Wilson in Castaway. Is your new friend? Like, I'm just like, I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> um, yeah, if, if anyone's uh, anyone's populating in the comments, I think, yeah, Hedge is here. Hedge, yo, what up, Hedge? How's it going, dude? Mm-hmm. Got one in already. Um, hopefully, we've got a few more uh, joining us shortly. Um, so yeah, how the how the format works. Hey, Claire's here as well. Yes, the gift queen herself, Miss Miss Claire Parsons. <laughs> she is in the house. Um, okay, so yeah, ha- how it works is uh, I chuck you a, f- a few questions. Um, we get a few questions from the audience, and then we do a little quick fire movie quiz, uh, movie quiz round at the end. Cool, sounds good. That's how it works. So, um, Funny way to yeah. this. <laughs> has it been that long? It has. It's the it anticipation. Has. Yeah, exactly. You keep me going. You're reeling me in. I've got something for you. Oh, it's not that. Okay. <laughs> um, so, it. so tell tell people a little bit about how you kind of got started on the on the platform on LinkedIn. How you first sort of discovered it, and and how you kind of evolved on it. Yeah, I think I think when when going into recruitment, working for agencies, you kind of LinkedIn was the sort of go-to place to kind of do all the recruitment as a business platform. And as obviously the business in general has transformed and where it is now, it was kind of, that was the platform to go for your clients and your candidates. So I started for probably a long time ago, uh, nearly four years ago, and I sort of just signed up as you do. Oh, you need to get LinkedIn. I think at that point there was a, a the subscription package with a LinkedIn recruiter. Uh, an agency that I work for and um, like you have to get LinkedIn and, and they were actually sharing some of the, the licenses. Oh, can I jumped on to your LinkedIn recruiter and so on and so forth. So that was the kind of go-to place to get the candidates. You need to use LinkedIn at that point. So I sort of was, wasn't like, oh, I wanted to go on LinkedIn. It was kind of like at the beginning of my recruitment career, it was like, you need to get LinkedIn. That's sort of mandatory to have. Um, and then went from there. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think it's um, it seems to be a sort of uh, similar pattern for a, a lot of people. They kind of they go on the platform because they're told to go on on the platform. Yeah. Um, and 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 then they discover there's a little bit more to it than that. Um. So I mean, how did you kind of get started with with uh, kind of your content and and sort of discovering that there's a bit more to LinkedIn than just you know than just putting up business related stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Kind of, I think with the content in general, it's you kind of watch everyone else, and I think this is one of the sort of key things. You kind of see what everyone else is posting. You kind of take maybe little bits of certain things what people said, and then make it into your own. I think it's only probably in the last maybe three months 
three to four months. I did post stuff before, but I really never had the network that I did that I do now. And yeah. being able to meet some amazing people that I have done through the network. And I think you just kind of, you need to find your own, find your own feet, what's good, what's not. Um, and be able to actually show you as a person and personality at some point, because it's very hard. Very People get very regiment um, when it comes to recruitment. Um, I'm quite passionate. I don't see many, well, I see, don't see a lot of recruiters do certain things that I do. But yep. at the beginning, you kind of, you're doing the, the mandatory, oh, it's a great job. It's this, it's that. And it's kind of like boring to scroll up. But <laughs> yeah. now making it, making why is, an ex- why is it an exciting role? Because it, it's my bugbear. And I see some post out going, oh, it's a hot roll. It's a hot roll. And I'm thinking, what is it? Like cheese and toast roll or <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing? What's, what's hot about it? And it's kind of like, oh. It, it, it doesn't make sense so people don't elaborate and they say oh, it's exciting it's the best opportunity but they never really explain why it's an exciting opportunity tell me about the yeah. business tell me about what they do so as soon as someone says exciting it's all these power phrases that people actually put out and they think why why because you'd actually not explain about the business so i think yeah finding yourself in the last three to four months i've really found me as a person in general who i am um yeah. purpose and um what content works and I'm now able to be myself within my content, but also make it engaging. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you, when you kind of dig into to who you are and and the core uh, fundamentals of who you are and your, you know, your own self beliefs, that's, that's when your content really starts to shine because you're, you're projecting your personality through your content. Um, And it's, you know, we know that we're all professionals Mm. and that's why we're all on the platform. That's, uh, that's a part of of what we do but it's not ultimately who we are um and you know and the more vulnerable you are the, the more you show that human mm. side of yourself um you know the, the business side follows um yanis <laughs> has just put yo ginger boy in the comments yanis <laughs> you know <laughs> love it don't know who that is but yeah hello <laughs> janine janine said there i should have said afternoon this day has gone faster than normal yes it has it's a uh, i i think this week's gone faster than the normal with i, I thought it was 34 i thought it's a 34 for december still still yeah it's still feels like <laughs> December. i think all the all the crazy stuff that's happening in the u.s at the moment with the uh um yeah congress like people storming congress and stuff it's just it's this week has just been it's gone blisteringly fast. It feels like I've had, it's been two days basically. Um, mm. There's been an, an awful lot to do, but um, yeah. How, how do you think, um, uh, you know, I know LinkedIn's kind of changed probably over the, over the past sort of maybe even 12 months with um, yeah, the advent of, of, of kind of COVID um, and, and it's kind of forcing a lot more companies to kind of look at their digital presence and kind of moving online. Mm-hmm. Have you found the same as well with, with recruitment that you're finding a lot more people are moving, you know, companies that didn't ordinarily have a, a digital presence are are looking, they're being forced online basically. Is, is that something you found? I think in general, uh, it, it depends. I think with working and, and, and recruiting in a sector that is in, in IT, a yeah. lot of the IT companies are already there or, or are, have a very good presence, especially when you're dealing with, I don't know, architectural software platforms that are looking for developers and, and they've got such a good product as it is. 
people already know about it and it goes to the, uh, the other side of the business um which my colleague does is more around the construction side and try and actually showcase construction because construction is very much a old school paper pens beepers myspace kind of they're they're still there so it's kind of digitalizing and showcasing what the workers do because obviously at the front line of it the workers that are going into work and doing i don't electricians they don't really get you don't really get to see what they're doing and and actual projects from start to finish so it's kind of being able to showcase because you only see the end end version of what they're doing so it's kind of like the being able to showcase them as well as the businesses and the businesses that I have been working with that they want to they have a bit of a presence but they don't know how to actually showcase themselves even more there's a really a software company that I work with at the moment they've got no linkedin presence they've got about 68 followers uh, 68 followers and they've been going nearly 25 years and obviously turnover load of money but they've never yeah. they that business is built on referrals so yeah. recently i've been trying to do more of a partnerships with the businesses because it's not just about showcasing what we do it's very much showcasing what the actual businesses does and actually showing a snapshot of what the teams are how the teams are done and i've recently did a few yeah. videos um with harwoods group which is a massive obviously uh motor side so you never get to see what they're actually doing and i've been able to uh complete a recruitment project with them and actually showcase them as a team like on the desks um the videos on one of my favorites but inject fun at work have an energy but no one ever gets to see that side unless you are partnering yeah. with someone that wants to actually be part of that business and showcase what they're doing and and to get the best people you might say as i said exciting it's all this but you really don't get that unless you go into a place and actually showcase and film day in and what they're actually what they're actually doing because you're actually seeing what they're what what the actual job is yeah yeah so it's it's a great way of I'll showing um <laughs> it's a great way of showing off uh, com- comedy culture and and, and getting yeah. a feel and that's that's part of what I try and do with my content it, it gives you a feel for um the person and the culture of the company that you're ultimately going to end up working for um yeah you know pe- people people need brands to they, they need to have a sense of feeling or a sense of uh, emo- emotion with a brand or a business in order yeah. for them to have any, any kind of human connection with it um and, and so many companies are just they're just gray corporate slabs of nothing it's there's just yeah. nothing there's, there's no soul to them which is um yes yeah, it's, it's a, it's a and sad that, thing. That, and that comes back to the businesses that obviously selling themselves and they do use recruitment agencies it's not about our oh, just a rubber recruitment agency uh yeah just here's a j here's a job description uh get on with it i don't want to work with businesses that just want to work like that i want to work with businesses that want to us to give them a snapshot of what they're doing the company culture it's exciting you should be passionate about the product that you're building and i've had to turn work away because i don't actually believe in the product and what they're doing so i i only kind of work and part well, more of a partnership with businesses that i actually believe in and and i think that are doing good things i think that's the yeah. best way to sort of put it that's that's beautiful man that's yeah that is <laughs> 
it's, it's a, a mantra of mine as well i think I, a, a lot of companies when they first kind of start out they you know you chase the money and then and then the business matures a bit and you're like no i don't want to work with ourselves i just want to work with nice people yeah. that make good things and put good stuff out into the world and and and, and as a consequence of that it's it's, it's almost like um uh, business karma i suppose that the more you do that the better clients you get because you're you're working with good clients anyway so yeah be be selective who you're working with exactly and it's, it's it, and it's very as, as we all know it's, it's very hard to find good people um and obviously and work with good businesses but pretty much the company i work for the first thing that we said is that no dickhead policy i was like that's fine that's the first thing so i've got it in the, uh, the company manual it's a uh, no dickhead policy so i was like yeah that's fine i work like that that's fine i don't like work like that and i thought that was brilliant i was like and that, that's the kind of getting out of the corporate ways of working and being like right there's a manual it's this 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 and this it's being in that yeah. more of an agile way of working and obviously embracing where we are now to obviously how it was before yeah we've got a question from uh yanis uh says thomas will hr have a place at the table after the pandemic do you think Oh, good question. Uh, <laughs> careful. But careful. Um, I think they will. I think what I have been working, well, in the background as well, is I think HR need to have mental health and recruit, have a mental health champion. I think I had a discussion with this the other day that mental health is only briefly touched on recently and it's now suddenly with everything going on and obviously a year, if we wind back a year, it has it wasn't really talked about before. And suddenly yeah. now people becoming, feeling a lot more, I don't know, doing a lot more self-reflection and the people that need that extra gear up or need some additional support, they haven't, sometimes they haven't, don't feel like they've got that network or in, especially in businesses, they haven't got that network of people where they could go, do you know what? I don't know, I'm going to use my name now, uh, Tom. I feel quite down. I, this has happened. A lot of people still bottle it up. And I think now is the time, obviously, as you mentioned about the question about HR, I think yeah. a lot of businesses, depending what business it is and what type, which I've noticed, that they need to start being acting on the people and building a business around the people for the people. Um, yeah. Because once you've got that in tuned, then everything else will follow. And I think sometimes feel that in maybe in the bigger corporate companies that, they can't just go and approach you. They can't just go and approach John, the healthcare, or because he hasn't had the mental health training. And I think it's great to be able to get the mental health um, first aiders. But what I have found is that it helps people talking about it. And sometimes certain stories with other people re will resonate with other people. So yeah. I think sometimes people don't want to go to uh, a mental health because they don't have first-hand experience of what that particular person has gone through. So they yeah. can't actually relate in a certain way. It's just someone going, da, 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 da. Obviously, it might help them talking about it, but it does help having people who have got certain similar backgrounds or experiences to actually kind of understand from their point of view. Yeah, it's, um, you know, if we all shared our stories a little bit more, we'd all understand each other more as a species. I think I think there's um there's such a massive amount of stigma and there still is around uh, mental health. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I used to be a and not many people know this, but I used to be a mental health nursing assistant when I left university. I did wow. that for a few years. Um, and, you know, it's uh, I think the way um, 
a lot of the senior nurses described it to me when I first started. It was like, you know, when you break your leg, you can see someone's got a broken leg. You can't always yeah. see that someone has um, you know, a mental health problem. Um, of and it's, it's not always immediately obvious. Um, and I think that's a large part of where the, the, the kind of stigma comes from. But it's, yeah, it's, it's massively important. And it, there seems to be a shift. And I think it has come about because of COVID, um, you know, uh, more of a focus around um, mental health in the workplace and because yeah. ultimately that's your that's your labor force you know if, if they're not if they're not mentally sound you know if, if people aren't happy coming to work you're going to mm. get sicknesses you're going to get you know and that that costs your money a lot more than it would do to to go there you go there's a bit of therapy or or let's even just of have course. a chat about, about something it's not it's not rocket science but these companies want to just obviously throw money down the, the toilet i don't know why but um can we get the let's let's get the comment section going people let's get it lit down there because i can i can i know you're lurking in there so i want to say i want to see more comments let's, let's keep the comments going let's keep it flowing want the flowing flowing yeah like a river of, it's just barrage just barrages with comments barrage. um, i was going to say because i've worked with um uh, ronda which is mental health and recruitment and that's something that i'm very passionate about myself and um they're doing some great things and trying to create awareness and the figures there was um there was a sort of figure report chart which is on my linkedin um of how business leaders nearly nine out of ten sorry i'll get this right eight out of ten business leaders suffer with mental health and it's kind of showing people and the awareness um of getting it out there and how important it is you could be the CEO of whatever company and it's quite sort of not frightening, but quite insightful to see that it's not just you. There is a lot of people that are suffering from mental health that are still not able to talk about it. So it's a great time to try and don't feel like, I don't know, bottled in, just try and speak to someone about it or try and just say something to someone or just kind of, yeah, yeah just see how they are. Cause it, it's kind of, it, it's it's the same with anything though. It's the uh, it's the fear factor of of admitting that you have you know some kind of problem in the first place. Um, that people you know will people think differently of me or will they will I be ostracized yeah. because of this special it's, treatment? It's, yeah, it's fear. Um, and and, yeah. and the best the best things in life come from facing down that fear basically and just saying no, screw yeah. that. I'm not going to be you know subjected to this anymore. I'm done. Um, and it's yeah. It's, you, you'll, you'll feel much better I, for it inside. I did something the other day. I, I, I was running and um, I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, getting running. And I was, I don't know if you saw the post, but I was running and um, there was a curb. And you know, obviously, them uneven curbs that got a massive puddle. Um, I literally <laughs> slipped over. Uh, the whole of my leg went in. Literally, yoke nearly came out of my head. But there was two oh cars God. that were there and they were staring, just smiled. Didn't even say, didn't like sort of like one window down going, you're all right. I literally got up, did the Michael Jackson kick, and I went, F you. <laughs> I literally just got up. <laughs> I wish I had the white glove on because I love Michael Jackson. I literally just got up, did the Shimon kick, and I went, come on. <laughs> literally got up and then ran back. <laughs> it's like a soggy, yeah. It's like a soggy ginger biscuit. You wonder if you dunk in your tea and you've done, dunked it in too long and it just drops. That's what oh, I look no. like. I just like, like, yeah, go on. Come on. <laughs> I, I admire oh, your tenacity, sir. Um, yeah, you, you, got you can um, you can tell as well that you're you're pretty passionate about what you do, and that's always um, yeah, it's it, it's it's liberating and it's um, it's fun as well. Uh, oh, we go. we've got a question from uh, from 
guy uh yeah guys saying a lot of small business owners out there at the moment suffering with mental health many have nowhere to return especially with work uh with worries about keeping a business alive during the le- this latest lockdown yeah you're right uh, there are a lot of um you know small business owners that that don't have anyone to, to to speak to i actually i actually thought i came up with an idea a little while ago which i still might do um doing like a little surgery clinic like every week where people can just drop in and just vent just 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 you know i've had a shit week this has gone wrong that's gone wrong just vent get shit mm. off their chest just as a you know as a as a way I'll, of um just yeah, get vent, venting up venting. i've got this uh, so in the mental health and recruitment they've got we've got like a, a workplace like a safe safe place where people mm. can vent and just talk i try and make not a joke but i try and make a positive out of it because someone said um they've been walking walking their dog and the, the the family are now getting sort of bored. So I just said, look, why don't you just get like a twister, a family twister at home where you can make a bit of a joke with it and try and change it up a little bit. I think people are, are so set doing this way. All right. With, suddenly, obviously, you're in lockdown, you have a regiment, a routine in that day. So I think people sort of adhere to that routine, but it's kind of just changing it up a bit. And someone said to me, oh, yeah, uh, what would you reckon? And I was like, Oh, I was like, I haven't got any kids. What would I do? Yep, I'll get a twister. So it's kind of, um, it's kind of coming up with ideas for other people to try and just, do you know what? Fuck okay, it, I'm going to do it. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to try something different to try and change the routine up. And I think that's what you need to do is consistently try and change things. I know it's a lot easier said than done, but sometimes if you hear it from someone else, it's good to have a, like a safe place, like you said. Um, and I'm happy to do people to contact me if they want to have a rant. I love, like, I actually love it. I'm not a doctor, but I'm a doctor you'd, of love. You'd make, you'd, you'd, you'd make a good um, you'd make a good mental health nurse, mate. I think you've got a very uh, you. good good um, yeah uh, positive spin on it, and and you love talking as well. Appreciate so, that. Yeah. I, I think do. it's just, yeah, that's, what, just, just that's probably just my ADHD. Get... That's what I did. did, 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 did. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I forgot you had them ADHD as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mark uh, Mark Gaysford's uh, the same as yes. well very very similar personalities actually it's probably <laughs> uh, yeah i'm on the higher dosage <laughs> i'm on the highest dosage you could possibly get which i think is in like the top one percent so it's been able to be able to realize that and um help do, people do you, do you find that, that you're kind of um when you are kind of focused on something you become a lot more hyper focused on it or yeah if i love something it's that like a laser beam yeah, and yeah. I, I, I play uh, national badminton um, at a county level, and I'm always 120 miles now with that because I always have to have the best of this, best of that. It, it, and it's always, I think that's going to struggle, not struggle, but through, throughout the period of my life uh, growing up. And I, I don't have any brothers or sisters, so um, it's kind of the only child syndrome. And it's constantly wanting the best, having the best. And I don't just do something i have to do it have to get all the best gear so it'd have to be oh i want to do live broad um live podcasts and stuff it won't just be like oh we can actually get a 30 pound decent sort of setup kit i have to get a thousand pound kit so that's obviously having a difference and being able to understand what's channeling that and i've been able to with my adhd and been on that journey nearly two years now uh, which is like a massive life change i've been able to without getting too deep um is i've now found myself and who i am so i've now been able to help and 
assist other people where before previously I didn't love myself as in who I am. So I'm now now able to help and assist other people. And that's a bit like another part of medication for me to the the medication I'm getting is to is helping and people seeing them actually evolve as people. And it kind of is a self gratification where Tom, I feel great because you've done this, done that. And sometimes you think I haven't really done much. I've just sort of sat with you or, or, no, not sit with you, but obviously done the teams or I've spoke to them throughout the day or said, look, yeah. do, do something different. So that for me is um, probably the best part of with, with the lockdown. And that, what that's sort of keeping me going is being able to help other people um, like work. That's, that's fine, but it's actually helping people get to a better place than they already are. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, you don't realise that the power it has just literally just listening to someone, just just letting yeah. someone, just listening to them and let them let them get in shit off their chest yeah. is so cathartic. Yeah. You know, it's why people pay lots of money for, for therapists to sit there and just let them listen to them. Of course. That's, yeah, of course it is that. usually It's cathartic. very hard. It's very hard for people to talk about stuff that's um in their past childhood because it is a very dark place that these sorts of thoughts and experience have come from so it's very hard to tell a a professional that hasn't gone through that process which will probably would never understand because maybe they haven't gone through it and it's easier for people to actually have conversations with people that have been in similar situations or experiences yeah it can be but i suppose as well there's the objective side of it is you know if they've they've not been through it they can be more objective about it because they yeah from a professional yeah i understand yeah 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 i understand um so i mean yeah obviously you've been you've been fairly active on the on the platform and never i, I never f- feel like people feel pressured to to say me but who are some of your favorite content creators on on the platform on linkedin you, you did send me a fiver didn't you yeah so uh it's <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah well I'd, one one person i'm gonna say oh i'll say a few people that actually because these people have actually helped me in general to to one obviously help me write the content uh well help me position it in the right way that i need to so obviously one i'm gonna everyone's gonna know who she is so i'm gonna say leah um yep. i'm gonna say obviously yourself because i enjoy the stuff you do obviously just before we were com- having a conversation the seven days of christmas stuff do your dad um mark gaysford at the beginning of the stage when he was doing the videos and that was first come to light that actually helped me start become doing them videos because i think he was sort of maybe maybe i just saw from my point of view he was sort of one of the first people to do videos and it kind of then spurs you in oh actually i can do that and then he spoke about the adhd thing and that's when i actually reached out to him at that point to sort of say look let's have a conversation and obviously met up a great guy um rick cooper um for more of a motivational thing he does a lot of motion motivational coaching um and he's um, amazing guy and has helped me with becoming who I am and seeing the motivational get me that pumped up but I think everyone content is great any content is great and if I gets the um if it gets the audience engaged with what they do and, and not all content will resonate with a lot of with everyone but the certain aspects of the content that it will so I think yeah they're the sort of main people that I see and I think oh that's great that's great and um yeah I just think people should great great people and great content to keep it up cool because it's helping a lot of other people yeah it does and and you don't yeah you don't realize um people don't realize that the 
the sort of reach and influence their content has on people. And, you know, like I said to you before we started the call, the, the, I've kind of found myself through my content by, by it's almost like digital journaling. You're putting your thoughts and your feelings out there every single day. And you probably Mm. have as well. You're, you're a lot more comfortable in your skin by doing that. Um, And, you know, and, and sharing yourself. Yeah. Yourself. You're, 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 support network. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you're getting more used to to, to being um, the more comfortable version of of, of you, which is uh, is good. Or well, close close this, but this Love is that. some good shizzle. Yes, it is. Mm. It, this is very good shizzle. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, honest. I love hashtag, it. Hashtag, 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 hashtag shizzle. Hashtag. Um, what what do you love? What what thing do you love most about the the platform? Do you think about LinkedIn? I think it's, and this is the people and that that sounds it's become a network now of people that i see without sounding too cheesy are people that are actually friends and yep. some people that i actually haven't met but people that I actually feel i already know them years and years even though i've only met them a few people like obviously like teams or whatever obviously like yourself but i already feel connected with them sorts of people and i think as a person you do give certain auras off and you actually become people attract certain people and i think certain energies gel with certain energies and i think that's great and the platform itself is great for i know now that a bit of a refresh because more previously it was the blue it's the corporate yeah it's business only and now it's becoming a lot more of a friendly uh community but i know for a fact the people that i've helped who have just messaged me about maybe an ADHD post or maybe about work, so on and so forth. And it's actually been able to help people that particularly that I wouldn't have been able to help before because I wouldn't have been able to have certain experiences with certain people. So I think yeah. about the platform itself, it's a fantastic way. It's a community. It's probably helped. It's saved lives. It's helped people become the best versions they possibly can. So you can only, yeah. I know LinkedIn's got the bad aspects of it, but I think the people and the community that I'm in and the network, obviously, that who see me, who, who want to spend their time messaging me, I think yeah. that's what makes it what it is. And if it can continue to change people's lives and help people, then fantastic. All right. I'm going to switch over to the other angle because it's the quick fire move quiz round. I still need a little jingle there. I haven't got that feature, but I feel like I'll just do that and it helps as well. (laughs) Uh, Okay, here we go. So what is your favourite film? Gladiator. 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 (laughs) This life or the next, I will have my uh, my revenge. Uh, Favourite movie quote? Gladiator, my name's Maximus Decimus Meridius, leader of the Army of the North. (laughs) Sorry. Husband to a murdered wife. uh, Husband to a murdered son. I will have my vengeance in this life for the next. next. Boom. Star Star Trek or Star Wars? It's got to be Star Wars. Yeah, baby. I see. I knew there was a reason I I liked you. (laughs) (laughs) The first film you remember seeing as a kid. Fantasia, in Fantasia with um because we had it on cassette and my dad was like it was in like one of the little covers little uh the cardboard covers and I took it out and I put it in and it was all these uh mocks dancing around and I thought oh, brilliant and that's kind of yeah, yeah and yeah. then he used to put it on all the time to try and shut me up I thought dad I've watched <laughs> this about 100 times now do you want to just pack that in we had, 
We have Netflix for that now. <laughs> and Disney yeah. Plus. <laughs> the well of the world. The way of the world. <laughs> um, uh, what's your favourite genre of, of movies? Have you had one? Good question. So I would I was going to say horror, but I love horror thrillers. Um, but I kind of scare myself because I do get I do get quite vivid nightmares. So once I but I set myself up for it, so it's my own fault. Um, but I like, <laughs> I like I like I do like horrors. I do enjoy horrors. Any, any particular any particular horror you like? Uh, you're going to come, yeah. So I Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, what the um the uh, which which moves on to my next question, which is uh your um your best Gary Oldman film, which is obviously going to be Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is a yeah. fan. No one's ever seen it. It's a bloody excuse oh. the pun, fantastic movie. Francis Ford Coppola, and I love the fact that most of the effects that were done in that were all practical effects as well, like all done in wow. camera. They're um like the shot of the um uh the shot where he turns into the the rats and stuff. It's just yeah, it's just yes. mind that film it's just master master, master. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh favorite actor or actress oh i was gonna say um tom hanks tom hanks Legend. yeah yeah can't be i, do like can't tom be hanks. I watched them um, i watched uh watched it because it was on again over christmas we were talking about this some castaway it was on, oh, on again watched it the other night brilliant film. wilson <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is your favorite director if you have one Quarren quarantino oh, i didn't said it right i can't even get my words out Quarren quarantino i'm using my i'm using my <laughs> Quarren quarantino the qu- qu- quarantine quarantino Quarren quarantino <laughs> quentin quarantino that's what yeah. we call him <laughs> i love Quarren Quarren- i love quarantino Love it. <laughs> um, and, and what's your most hated movie of all time? Uh, this gets my blood, blood boiling. Shock, Nado. Oh. What is the point of that? Yeah, it's, me it's, out. Whoever made that needs to have a little chat. It's deliberately bad for a reason, but it is just deliberately bad. There's, there's, there's no redeeming features with that movie. I don't know what the message is. We are we are at the end of our right. thirty minutes. It's been it's been glorious, everyone. It Thank you very been. much for joining us this Friday on our first live back after uh, after Crimbo. Have a safe and restful. You don't need to have a restful one because you've been sat on your ass eating mince pies for the, the past three weeks. But That's have a safe weekend, and uh, <laughs> we will see you again next Friday. See you later, guys. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Bye. Keep waving. Keep waving. <laughs>